welcome to another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. We're finally back. We've had a little bit of a break because of uh, the holidays and New Year's. Uh, I'm Dr. Dallas. We have Amber Foglia with us as usual. Hey, guys. Full on last name. Yeah. And Angelica. We won't say your last name. We don't want too many (laughs) creepers looking for you. Right. That's right. Angelica. But I'm You really want to creep on her, I guess. You can find me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Her address address is 123. Circle drive. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, thanks, guys. Hopefully, uh, the holidays were good for you guys. And um, I think we have a a really cool, interesting topic. Uh, This will kind of bring it to, you know, plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how do you get ready? You know, how does one prepare mentally and physically for a plastic or cosmetic uh, procedure? And uh, I'm really excited because we have Amber, who actually is having a surgery coming up. Two days. In a couple days. And, uh, but she's had, um, you know, we'll say a similar type of surgery about a year ago, right? (laughs) Yes. And I think we want to know, and all the listeners, you know, how does, you know, one get ready? And now that you're kind of a veteran, how are things going to change this time around? So I feel like it's so different than last time. Right. Well, first off, you guys need to check us out on YouTube. So all our podcast videos are on YouTube and I actually vlogged my first Oh, yeah. surgery right right so it's on our youtube channel so you guys can check it all out i'm super raw and i kind of tell you how it is super, oh, yeah. super raw really open about i like experience. talk about sex after plastic surgery bruising i go into all of it but yeah. last surgery you know so this is will be my third round of liposuction so i had liposuction first when i was 19 oh, yeah totally you know so bad. Nothing don't recommend Amber, that to you were anyone. so tiny so i was thin. so small I, I don't even know why i did it it was yeah. really stupid you're like but it'd be like angelica saying like like, I was um, like 116, I think, 116 yeah. pounds, and I'm 5'7". Right. So if your BMI was probably like, like super below low. 24, yeah. probably like, yeah, 20, 20 21. 20. Yeah. Um, and people requesting liposuction, it, it's hard. You're not super doing hard. much. And yeah. I always tell people, the smaller you are and the less fat, you're asking for not these like huge inches change, but more like centimeters. And that's always really hard, hard. to accomplish. And, um, you know, sometimes it's like, well, you know, if you really want to take that little change, maybe working out or going to the gym, yeah. but you had it though. And it wasn't a, a bad experience. No, though. it wasn't bad. I will say I always had a little pouch, so I couldn't get rid of that little mm-hmm. stomach area. So yep. he liposuctioned that, but I did have some rippling after. Right. And I think it was just cause I was so small, right. but I had liposuction when I was 19. I was so young. I didn't know any better. Yeah. But last year you did my tummy tuck. So right. I had a yeah. tummy tuck lipo 360. So abdomen flanks back, right. my inner and outer thighs, my arms and my neck. Holy oh shit. Yeah, that, that was a ton. That was like a long day. Huh? When it showed up on the schedule, I was like, holy <laughs> shit balls. It was like 20 hours. Not really, but no, it was crazy. My, my Wheaties and everything. It, and, that was um, a nightmare, right? Your I cut out, I cut out the uh, bachelor party. I came home like at four in the morning. No. I wanted to be ready for you at no. eight. <laughs> yeah, so. that was bad. But I felt like last year I was way more prepared. Like yeah. I had everything ready right. this year. Like I'm not prepared at all. And I feel like this I'm, time around. No, like I'm not prepared at all. So where would you, so tell us last time, like, how did you get ready? What were you right. doing? Did okay, you, well, you know, eat I'm, anything special, take vitamins? I did take vitamins. Okay. So I took a ton of vitamins before. Right. I made sure I wasn't drinking or taking any aspirin. Right. Um, I had, you know, I'm super OCD. So I had everything like labeled for um, my husband afterwards. I had like the bed prepped, right. I had meals planned. Yeah. Like I was psycho, but I took a lot of vitamins, um, just not drinking all that 
just right. taking care of myself. This time around, Saturday, I should tell you this, but Saturday I took <laughs> um, aspirin. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Right. And I totally forgot. Aspirin or crack? No. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was aspirin. We, we asked people to stop the crack pipe yeah, smoking. No, I, I don't do drugs. Um, oh my gosh. Least, yeah. But no, no, no drugs. Uh, that I mean, whether it's uh, vaping or yeah, no smoking, marijuana, all that smoking will cause a, a decrease yes. in the ability to heal. Yeah. And if you're doing fat crafting to the booty, which we do a lot yes. of, the fat isn't going to stay. No. Yeah, we'll so we, we see a lot of people who go, you know, I don't really smoke, but I have a little marijuana every once in a while. Even that can interfere with fat graft take. So mm-hmm. if you want that nice big booty, you're not going to get that really good take because a lot of it's going to be reabsorbed. Correct. Yeah. See, I don't smoke, yeah. but I, I haven't been taking my vitamins. But on Friday night, I started taking my iron supplements just because I know you're going to liposuction a lot. Yeah. Yep. So um, I want to take a lot of iron supplements just so yeah. I don't feel tired after surgery. Yeah. Um, but now I just, like, I have to get my black nail polish off tonight and put oh, some yeah. light color. So... Yeah. I don't know. So I'm ner- I'm way more nervous this time what? than last time. Really? But you guys remember last time my husband wasn't on board like at all. Right. right. Um, and so that's hard, especially when you have a spouse that's not fully on board. And now this time he's like all about it. He's right. super supportive. So I think the first time was hard because I couldn't deal with the pain. I was super yeah. emotional. This time now I'm just scared because I know how psycho I get after yeah. surgery yeah. that I'm worried that I'm going to get like that again. But this surgery, I feel it's not as big as the no. last yeah. one. So well, hopefully he still lipos just as much. I'm, well, there's not that much to take. You yeah. have like chicken legs, tiny yeah. little legs. Amber, tiny you little are waist. you are small. Tiny. Don't you? I think you big boobs. You don't give yourself enough <laughs> credit, but yeah. you know it's. Um, and remember, we took off what five liters, five liters, right. almost five liters of fat. Almost. That is, you know, if you think about the Coke bottles that you drink yeah, and you buy huge. like a three liter, right. you had like one in in two thirds of one. So. <laughs> Uh, but it's a lot and it's, yeah. you know, when you add a tummy tuck, you're yes. tightening the muscles. Yes. It's, you know, let's get real. It's painful yeah, right. and we give people pain medication. I don't want you to think that, you know, if you have a tummy tuck or liposuction, you just have to suffer. Yeah. You get the narcotics that you need, yeah. um, for a short time. And I think you, you know, in your case, right. Mm-hmm. We tell everybody, everyone's has a different reaction in your case. You got very emotional yes. with that. Why don't yes. you tell people you know, how you were mentally kind of coping with stuff or maybe not coping with things I wasn't coping right afterwards. Well. So kind of tell people why you think that yeah. was and maybe the medication. I think a lot. Well, one, I didn't, I wasn't honest with my husband, so I didn't have that, that support necessarily. He's, he was on board, but he wasn't. So I kind of felt alone in it. And then the pain on top of it made me super emotional. So every right. little thing was bothering me. Right. So I was like crying. I was in pain. I couldn't control my pain. So I was just an emotional basket in this yeah. case. And then I got depressed because I'm so used to doing everything. Right. So then being helpless for a few weeks where I couldn't cook or clean or play right. took a toll on me. I think yeah. that was the biggest factor of why I got like depressed depressed i didn't start feeling good until probably about eight weeks after surgery yeah but i'm not the norm i feel like i'm crazy right yes well it's always yes (laughs) you know when you talk to to people about surgery i I try to give them they want to know what's what's the recovery like and i want to give them kind of the average right you know average is if you're having a lot of liposuction tummy tuck you have to take two weeks off of work six weeks before you can go to the gym and that's average i don't want to tell you know uh, someone like, oh, you know what? The best person that recovered from a tummy tuck, they were back at work in three days, yeah, right? No. Or look at Amber. She took her, you know, kind of eight weeks to bounce right. back. Yeah. But the average, and that's where most people will lie, is, you know, it's going to be about two weeks before you can go back and six weeks to recuperate. Yeah. 
But I think it's, um, you know, for people who are really interested in looking for more information, go to Amber's vlog or, you know, just listening here that I don't think your case will be like hers, but you know that even in its worst case scenario, Look at Amber. She's You'll here. get through it. Right. You'll get through it. And she I'm doing it. it again. And she's doing it again. <laughs> it's so, um, but I think you're right. I think um, having significant other. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about how that played a role with, you know, the first time and how it's going to be this time. Right. Because that's right. pretty important. Well, the first time, in all fairness, I didn't tell him I was going to have a dream. Right. I didn't tell him about so all that the lifeboat fail, suction. Fail, fail, number fail, one. fail. Okay. I told him it was only like a two or three day recovery. Oh. I like, I was not two honest. to three day recovery and she do, used to do all the pre-ops like, for everybody I know, like, I know it was so wrong so wrong don't do that to your you spouse were, no. I mean I understand you're trying to you know water it make right. it yes. easy for him yes. not worry. But when you really couldn't hold it together you needed that that help um, yes it kind of fell apart you couldn't hold up this I'm okay it. in three or four days yeah, you no. really needed help and he yes. was like you didn't tell me this correct right. and also yeah. he didn't want me to do the surgery because right. he's like you're fine the way you are just exercise and diet right. and so I, I don't think he was 100% on board with it right but now that I did it and I obviously look a lot better and now he's like so supportive so the yeah. other day I was changing he's like um when you do your surgery, I, oh I found another God. area you can liposuction. <laughs> oh and you know what's so gosh. crazy? Most girls would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And I'm here like, where? Tell me, huh? Where, where else should true. I do it? Because you yeah. want to get rid of everything. Uh, yeah, I'd rather him tell me and be honest. But this right. time he's like super supportive about it. Okay. But I honestly believe this time won't be as bad, right? Yeah. I'm planning no. on co- only taking... I, my surgery's Thursday, yep. and I plan on coming back to work Tuesday. When I did my first surgery, I was yeah. back to work at 11 days. Well, you know, and this is a good lesson for everybody listening. When you have liposuction, you know, that first time around you have the cannula in there and you're moving stuff, you're creating scar tissue, some scar tissue, and that's normal. And um, now we're going back again. So liposuction, there may be less to do, but I do have to break up some of that scar tissue. So um, I wouldn't say that because you're not having the tummy tuck, muscle tightening, it will be easier, but... I wouldn't um, poo-poo that mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable okay. because of the scar tissue. And um, yeah, because anytime you repeat liposuction, you got to be a little bit more you know, aggressive breaking yeah. through that scar tissue. I think you'll be fine okay. because you've seen the worst. Yeah, right. totally. Um, when you did her, sec- her, well, when you did her first surgery... Did you feel the scar tissue from her previous liposuction before? Not really. Not but really. I had tummy tuck, though. Could you tell? You know, yeah, because that was in the lower tummy that yes, you had it. Lower, lower tummy. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm actually getting rid of that skin Correct. in the tummy tuck. Right. So I actually, instead oh, of right. having to lipo it, I was actually cutting it out. So it was no, not a big deal. Yeah. But, and everything was really soft and really pretty normal. Yeah. Um, but this time around, I know because doing a lot of liposuction, I see a lot of repeats, whether I'm doing it on my own patients or people who come from other places, you know, it's a real thing. And some people have more scar tissue than others. I might be surprised, right? In two days, it might be really soft. I'm like, you know what? I think you're going to, you know, afterwards I can tell you, yeah, it's going to be super easy, the recovery or easier because it wasn't real hard. Or I could be like, whoa, this was tough. Right. And um, Shit. yeah, and she might be in for a little bit more, but I'm Your hoping. Your arm is going to be tired. Well, when Sean yeah. picks me up that day, you can just tell me it was a breeze, man. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to. At least he is a little bit more prepared on what to expect. He is way yeah. more prepared, but yeah. I think that's important to have at least family or a right. significant under, um, other and just being honest with each other. 
Right. And, you know, I think when we do consults, you know, we tell the patient everything, but yeah, I understand right. that, you know, they're sort of gathering information. They just kind of want to hear, Hey, am I a good candidate for yes. this? Mm-hmm. And then when they come in, they say, okay, great. I'm okay with this. They're going to meet our patient coordinator. Mm-hmm. They go over the pre-op consents. And a lot of the things I talk about, you know, what to do before, right. after what to expect in recovery, our patient coordinator will go over it once more. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I think it's just kind of hearing those things a couple times, but really importantly, like for you, your husband, I think it's important somewhere in there, maybe they're there for the consult yes. or for the pre-op. Yes. Because if you ask the patient to relay all this information, it's just like anything else. Yeah. It's going to come out, right. 25% is yes. going to get to their ear. And then they're like, you didn't tell me any of this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's just because, you know, um, it's human nature not to mm-hmm. be able to to remember everything. So it's good to have, what, your boyfriend, right. your husband, significant yeah, other, whatever it might be. And when we have guys, whether it's their wives or whatever, to hear that. Yeah. And that's important, whether it's a consultation or the pre-op. And I find the majority of people do bring in their significant others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But we did make a YouTube video on what to do prior to surgery or what right. to expect. Yeah. Um, so you can check that out and we kind of go over all that. Right. I think that's a good reference because you we go over so much information that right. after surgery yeah. you're like, oh shit, what do they say? Right. So that's a good kind of reference to bounce back to and watch those videos. Yeah. But I'm excited. Right. Yeah. I'm scared, but I'm excited. But this is yeah. my last surgery until it's time for a facelift. <laughs> oh well, my gosh. You know, um, I, I think it's uh you know important and i really like your your vlog because it yes. does you know talk about the realness of yes. it you know that it is uncomfortable that you know what is it like you know trying to be intimate again and um yeah, yeah those are all real things for people to hear yes. and prepare yes. because how many times do you see whether it's on snapchat or whatever you know someone's like oh i had a you know wonderful experience and um Bullshit. you know here's my no, after right. but they're not showing you what they look like maybe two or three days afterwards yeah. just today I showed a picture of, um, you know, someone who was a week out, a lot of bruising, getting better. But, um, yeah, it's it's real. And it looks yeah. kind of strange. And if you're not prepared for right. it or have heard it, you know, it's going to be like, wow, no one ever told me it was going to be like this. Right. Yeah. So check out, you know, Amber's vlog on our YouTube channel. Yes, I'm going right? to vlog this time, too. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, for Angelica, did you prepare, you know, for your surgery? Yours was a lot less. Mine was a lot less. Mine but was just did you do anything special besides go out and party the night before? I did go out <laughs> the night before, which oh, I should Oh, dear. <laughs> did you drink the night before? Yeah. I oh, had So you don't like drinking. We can't drink the night before, right? Because it's blood thinner? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Can I have a martini when I get home? You know, in all reality, it's, it's probably okay because... A lot of that is metabolized by your liver and it's out of your system, you know, as long as you're not wasted. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, you know, a single drink is going to be out of your system, you know, probably four or five, six hours, okay. you know, so. So one or two cocktails are okay. I would say one, one cocktail probably. is okay. <laughs> but you're right because it occupies the liver enzymes. Um, and so while it's metabolizing, the worry is that you're not going to be able to clot as quickly because Mm. it's busy doing detoxifying the alcohol. So yeah, you don't want to overload it by, you know, big surgery and then you got alcohol. It's not good. Plus general anesthesia, you know, if your system is, um, you know, sedated with alcohol, you're going to react differently to the, um, inhalational anesthetic or anything we inject. It's just different. So you don't want to. No, I only had one margarita. I was going to say, how many cocktails did you have? I only had one because I was with my mom. And so with her support, she had a, like a Google chart or one of those little charts on all my prescriptions times when she gave it to me. So we were prepared. She had gone grocery shopping and she like 
knew everything what to do. She right. read through the pre-op packet and like yeah. was prepared. So I pretty much, I didn't know anything course right <laughs> yeah me. but she did and she was great so yeah. that support system is important yeah, yeah. for sure and, and uh you know just on that blog and some other things that we have it really don't feel like you have to memorize or, or no. like this no, is right. you know because we're kind of just talking about different things but we really kind of delineate it like you know do this three months before do yes. this a month before do this a week before and then even up to the point like the night before do not eat or drink or right. anything blah, 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 all these things mm -hmm. for any type of surgery, but uh, especially for cosmetic surgery. So you have a safe surgery right. and, um, you know, we want to minimize and keep our complications at zero. Yes. Um, and we keep it super low because we do those things and make sure that, um, people are healthy mm -hmm. Right. and we do have the luxury of saying no to people yes. who aren't healthy. We do nicotine tests before mm -hmm. if it's positive, we cancel or reschedule right. the case yep. so yeah i mean there's no reason to operate on someone who's actively smoking right. and i know they're not gonna you know have a higher chance of infection correct so, yeah um but, but operating rooms they're fun i'm excited to go back yeah. in two days but when we were talking earlier yeah. about surgeries yes we were talking about our first experience in the operating room yeah so, um you want to set us off or? so <laughs> yeah well you know let's let's hear amber's first experience oh okay. because um my, mine you know being a resident and all that sort of stuff we uh have uh, a lot of experiences but i want to okay. hear amber's first yeah. time because you were actually uh working for a plastic yes. surgeon in california yes and okay. so how did that go so i started working in plastic surgery when i was i just turned 19 okay i was working for a, a plastic surgeon in santa barbara california okay and i think it was like my second day i was doing front desk and my second day the doctor said well come on you want to go see a surgery i was like uh sure <laughs> and yeah. so he let me go in and then they started and right before he started he said are you okay with blood and smells i right. was like yeah i'm sure right. i'm okay he's like okay if you get lightheaded or feel like you're gonna pass out i need you to sit down immediately right and then like maybe 20 minutes into it i think the bobie started <laughs> and the smell right. started and i think he could see my face so he just kicked the chair to me and he's like right. sit down now right but yeah. then i got used to it and then a right. few weeks uh, like a few months later then he taught me how to scrub in and right. the rest is history now i can go in and it's like doesn't even bother me at all right. And that now was my first time. And now you smell the cautery smoke and you're just like, oh, this is like. I don't mind I it. Is that it. weird? No, you yeah. like it. It's I like, like gasoline. the smell. Mm. Does anybody like the smell of gasoline? No, I hate the smell of gas, but I, I like the smell it. of a bobie. I don't mind the smell of gasoline, but the scent of a bobie, I'm like. Mm. Really? Sometimes. Yeah. It depends. I like Sometimes it. it's super strong and I'm like. Like when we do lasers to the face, I kind of like the smell of it. It's yeah. so weird. I know it's like burnt human <laughs> skin. Burnt you are disgusting. Um, <laughs> so gross. But normally we have um, a smoke evacuator. Yes, yeah, so you don't you smell know, it. Whether it's in the med spa or in the operating room. Yeah. Because yeah, but this was like what almost fifteen years ago. It was a long time ago. Did they have those back then? I don't even remember. Probably not. Yeah, yeah people were Probably like outdated. just. I found it that up. job on the um, ads in the newspaper. Oh yeah. So I don't know if they had a pofi back then. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you remember looking at movie times in the yes. newspapers? Yeah. Yes. Now yeah. we just look on our phones. Yes. But, um, I don't know why I thought about that, but yes. <laughs> Old school. So that and was my first time in the OR. Yeah. So um, my first time in the OR. So remember, you know, as a, I really didn't go to the OR before I was in medical school, right? I never really had an experience in uh, the OR. So my first experience was actually in the cadaver lab in medical oh, school. Wow. Oh, so really? it's not even the OR, I feel right? I like that's worse. It's a little it's, bit, it's a little bit strange because you are, you know, working on people like dead bodies, you know, corpses. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But 
it's, uh, I think yeah. it's a wonderful I thing. I don't know about that. First. I would rather be in the OR. <laughs> yeah. So it is a little strange because you see, you know, it's their whole body. They're dipped in this big box with um, uh, formaldehyde. So there's a certain distinctive wait, smell. Wait, 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 wait. They're like in liquid? Yeah. They're oh. like submerged in a. Oh, so they're not like just like on a yeah, table. That's what I thought. On well, a table. it's it's a box that you know on the side you press it down and then it, it levers it up. It levers the body out of the box. Oh, this is and legit. Then, you know, uh, and there's fluid inside the box. So when you drop the, the body back in, it's then submerged in formaldehyde, so it doesn't, um, you know, necrose and. Um, Dissipate, so you so. had to practice on those? Well, that's how we did our dissections and learned anatomy. So, oh, you know, no. as a first-year medical student, you're learning the entire anatomy, whether it's the face, the brain, the neck, the chest. So you're dissecting everything. Yeah, that'd be and, cool. Um, cool. You know, the first couple of days, you're like, wow, this is, I'm working on somebody who used to be walking around. Yeah. And there you see the whole, um, you know, face and body. and uh, But it's nice because these people donated their bodies to science. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that is awesome. So I, you know, I think it's really a wonderful thing that they, these people donate their bodies. Yeah. So yeah. you can do that too, right? Put it in your will or something and mm -hmm. say, I want to donate my body to science. And then oh. you never know, they might use it in a cadaver lab right. versus some sort of study. I don't know how they decide it, but you know, we had a female and, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And other people had males and they're uh, naked. They're Naked, yeah, yeah. Oh. and so uh, it was <laughs> kind of cool, uh, right? That's well, yeah. a stupid question. Not gonna be but in clothes. That was. Really I don't soaked. know if they're like covered. No, no, they're they're I mean, uh, they're dissecting their whole body apart. Yeah. I don't. I'm just <laughs> yeah. So they they are naked, and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's kind of neat because some bodies, you know, obviously you would switch sometimes because if you had a female, you work on the female part, and then if there was a male, then you go to the other one just to look at the the male part. Yeah. Um, uterus, that sort of stuff, but. Um, um, sometimes the female or the male, they would have implants. So I remember oh, our cool. lady uh -huh. had breast implants, Sweet. but then we would get, you know, some males who had some penile no. implants, oh, wow. not for aesthetic reasons. These for are usually like prostate cancer. Yeah. Uh, cancer. So they had to have some sort of prostatectomy and then, you know, they weren't able to have an erection. So they just right. put in an implant to yeah. give them yeah. an erection. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. So that was really my first experience there. So you know, with a cadaver lab, you're kind of prepared. So actually yeah. going into the OR, it was a little bit different. You know, I wasn't that like, uh, you know, to see someone in the cadaver lab was more like, whoa, that's kind of, you know, step back a little bit. But in the OR, it was a little bit easier. Well, I can imagine the cadaver lab would be yeah. a little bit more than the it's OR. Yeah. Scary. And it's, you know, in the OR, right, everything's draped. Yes, so when you're true. working on somebody, uh, let's say we're working on someone's breast, right? Yeah. The only thing you see is the breast because yeah, everything's really uh, prepped. You're not seeing their face, their Correct. legs, yep. their genitalia. So uh, it's a little bit different. But I would say my first experience was in the cadaver lab and you just have to get a little bit used to it. Yeah. But then after, you know, let's say three weeks, People are eating sandwiches and no. drinking around. You really shouldn't because formaldehyde yeah. is toxic. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people off to the side would be eating and drinking, uh, you know, their drinks. But you're just thinking, gosh, there's someone who's, you know, like open. A, yeah. Right. A little bit strange. But anyways, yeah. yeah, that was my experience. So when you went to the OR for the first time, you remember it wasn't anything like earth shattering? No, no. But I will say, you know, what's very different is, you know, surgery on someone's belly for, let's say, a gallbladder, liver, not that big of a deal. But when someone's giving birth, oh my gosh, there are certain smells yes. to the uterus oh. and the uh, the fluid that comes out with a baby and the, um, gosh, um, the afterbirth, the placenta. See, <laughs> when I had London, smells. I don't even remember 
any of that. It's really? a very different pungent smell. And I remember thinking, man, I'd seen everything. And then when I see someone giving birth, I was like, <laughs> that one was gross for you. The, yeah. I felt really sick and nauseous. Really? And then that like sort of placenta coming yeah. out. Oh. It's very uh, hot and warm. And I just remember <laughs> thinking, that's just so weird. Oh. It's neat. Cause you see someone, um, you know, baby born, but oftentimes you're kind of just catching the baby. Yeah. This is in, in residency, catching the baby, passing it off to the nurses. And then you got to deal with like all the stuff that's coming out. And the smell was like too it, much. It, yeah. I, I felt like I almost puked a few times. That's Did crazy. You, I don't um, remember. So you've had to deliver a couple babies then? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I don't even know. So <laughs> in residency, you get to do like everything. Yes. Cause you rotate through different, <sighs> okay. um, specialties. So yeah. the, the main ones are going to be medicine, uh, surgery, OBGYN, and um, uh, psychiatry. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, and then all the subspecialties out of that, then you would, you know, do. Yeah. So surgery, right? I mean, there's general surgery, cardiothoracic, plastic, um, OBGYN, there's even different things like right. uh, infertility. Um, you know, people just do gynecology or doing, um, you know, removing people's uteruses, ovaries, uh, or delivering babies. Yeah. 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 Interesting. And psychiatry. Right. So, okay. yeah, very, very interesting. But the baby delivering, that was, was kind of like too much for you. Too much. The smell. Have you ever, well, you saw like. Well, I you, gave birth, but I don't remember the smell. Yeah. Well, you're. But that was also like almost 11 years ago. Yeah. Well, do you, were you like 100% awake for that all? Or yeah. Like, did you get like I was in labor for. You didn't have a C-section. No. Right. God, I was in labor. I started, my water broke like at 10 a.m. I didn't have her till 2 a.m. Oh, wow. Jeez. So you're in labor for a while? Long time. Yeah. That's painful. Super painful. Yeah. I didn't do an epidural, I think, till like 8 p.m., 9, because I was like determined I didn't want to do it. And then finally I was like, give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. How does that even that happen? Like, I don't know how that stuff works. <laughs> Dude, it's like, it's you like don't plastic surgery. For a while and it's like plastic know. surgery. You're like, I remember when I had my tummy tuck last year, I told Dr. Hair, I'm never doing this. I'm going to tell people don't do it. And now I'm like, let's do another surgery. Right. Right. So it's like you have baby, you're like, this is horrible. And then people have like 10 kids. So it's yeah. not true, that bad. That true. And it should get easier too, right? It uh, d- isn't I mean, it supposed to get easier? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think a lot of times, uh, because w- when you're pregnant, you have a lot of changes in your hormones. One of them is, um, I think progesterone, it actually loosens the ligaments in your pelvis so people's pelvis is actually dilate a little bit yeah and uh, the tissues stretch out so the second time around is always going to be a little bit easier have you ever heard of those ladies um who just deliver like, oh, like in the car and, yeah. and they're in labor for like maybe 10 minutes yeah right? as opposed to their first one where they're in labor for hours yeah so it gets you know progressively easier. easier muscles are looser everything's just flowing on out dude yeah. i was like a fat cow too i gained so much weight when i had london really i was 117 when i got pregnant and when mm. i gave birth to her i think i was 192 oh wow oh dear were you just eating away or was it I was she eating was a heavy baby? A wiener schnitzel. Shout out to my Californians. I don't oh think you guys you guys no, have no. wiener schnitzel. I, I grew up in El Paso. There was a wiener schnitzel in El Paso. Wiener schnitzel. That is a hot dog so. corn. Oh, chili you know. cheese fries. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That and Dr. Pepper and milk. Oh my god, I used to drink I remember my doctor told me I had to stop with the milk. I was drinking like gallons of milk. It was a problem. Do you think when I did liposuction a year ago, I was liposuctioning some oh, wiener schnitzel and chili <laughs> cheese fries? Probably for from sure. From like the 10 years totally. before. Totally. <laughs> totally. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Jeez. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, um, my, the kind of experiences that I got in medical school were really, you know, interesting. I was uh, telling you guys earlier that uh, one of the experiences I had in the ER, uh, this wasn't really me, but kind of seeing someone else's first reaction to right. seeing blood or something yeah. like that. So uh, this was in Chicago at one of the hospitals there. And uh, I was one of the ER 
uh, I'm sorry, surgical trauma residents. And so a young girl, she was in her 20s. I guess she was depressed. She tried to kill herself, so she Sad. cut her wrist. Yeah. But it was it was superficial. She really just got the veins. Um, so when she comes in, they ask this surgical resident, hey, you know, she's got, you know, multiple cuts on her wrist. Can you suture it up? So I go in there and I start suturing. But anytime someone has sort of, um, you know, diagnosis of uh, possible suicide, depression, yes. they bring in the chaplain. And the chaplain at the hospital was this nice young man, and um, he proceeded to start talking to her while I was suturing her up. And she wasn't bleeding that much, yeah. maybe a little bit here and there. And I was putting in, you know, I don't know, five, ten stitches, no big deal. Right. But I think he had never seen that before. Ah. He was new. And uh, so he was talking to her like, you know, hey, where are you from? And, you know, what sort of your support system? And all of a sudden he starts slurring his words. He's like... Yeah. So your mom is weird, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Why is he mumbling like that? And I turned around and he looked white. And then he kind of, you know, most people when they start feeling faint, they go, I don't, I don't feel right. I don't feel. And then he just kind of slinked over and his head hit the back of the wall and oh then bam, gosh. it hit, just made this big noise. <laughs> and, uh, oh so he God. passed out for like a few minutes, but he had a real concussion because the ER docs came yeah. in and they took him off. They had to do a CT scan of his head. <laughs> and, um, you know, but someone's first time seeing that stuff, yes. everyone reacts differently. Totally. And um, I think it just kind of overcame him and overwhelmed him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of medical students even have that sort of reaction yeah. uh, the first time in the OR. Uh, and, and that shouldn't make anybody fearful of going into medicine. You know, they do that the first time and then it just becomes like second nature after totally, that. So, right. um, you know, I know a lot of people who go, oh, well, I would love to do medicine, but I just hate needles or I hate blood. You'll I'm like, used to yeah, it. you're going to get over it. Yeah. It's no big deal. Who really likes blood yeah. in that sort of situation or or needles? So, totally. yeah, it's just one of those things. But have you ever had, you know, it's that sort of a, we call it like a vasovagal reaction when someone sees blood. Yes. And they're, they're basically yeah. what happens is your vessels vasodilate. Yep. So all that blood rushes to your feet. You don't get anything to yes. your head and you pass out. Nothing like that has happened um, to you, Angelica? It happens to my dad, and I think I picked it up. Whenever I give blood, I get, like, super ghostly white, <laughs> nauseous. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did it for the first time. It was, like, a, um, like you donated <clears throat> blood in high school. Yeah. And it was, like, stop by during one of your free periods and do it. And I was, like, you know what? I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to do it. <laughs> And so I went and did it, and they looked at me. I was a ghost. I had yeah. a stress ball. They're like, oh, you have great veins. Like, I was still pretty ripped in high ripped. school. Yeah. yeah. And I stood up and walked into the bathroom, and I was just, like, super nauseous, drenched, so So you'd already sweat. given the blood? Yeah. Yeah, I had just given it. Don't you have okay. to sit there for a while when you get blood? They wanted me to, but I was like... I need to get up. I need to get out of this chair. Yeah. I need to get water. And even when I go to the doctor now and they just yeah. do simple blood tests, like yeah. I get super nauseous still. And I'm like, yeah. I'm soaked in sweat. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But you're able to Snapchat all our surgeries. My first time ever being in the OR. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was standing there. I don't remember which anesthesiologist it was in there, but they were like, have you ever seen any of this before? And I was like, no, totally freaks me out. I'm scared yeah. of it. I can't even look at my own blood. Paper cuts. I'm nauseous. Yeah. Scrapes on my knees gone so i'm standing there and i i think i don't know what you were doing it wasn't even like that big i couldn't even watch our snapchats when i first started here. <laughs> really watch, yeah the tummy talk like when you lift it up with the hamburger yeah flipper thing the hamburger, the flipper. hamburger flipper. Uh, or richardson <laughs> retractor can i have the hamburger yeah. <laughs> flipper oh my yeah. god um i literally I, I, every time that would come on our snapchat I would zoom through like oh, so grossed <laughs> out but over time, like I remember them looking at me and they're like, if you start to get, you know, n yeah. nauseous or anything, 
bend your knees. So I was standing there in a full like mini squat, like <laughs> oh my bending gosh. my knees. I was like, oh my God. And this, I like the smell. I wasn't used to it. And yeah. I was just like, okay, this is really cool because I've never seen anything yeah. like this yeah. before. But I was not used to that. I was, yeah. it took me a while. And then I think the one that freaked me out the most was a brachioplasty. Like really? Really actually being in there. The yeah. arms? Yeah, because I'm like so used to like working my arms yeah. out so much that I never really like pay attention. I'm like, oh my God, that's the muscle. That's the bicep. Oh, it's I think super it's cool. so cool. Oh my God, it's so cool. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like you just kind of had that real reaction oh, where yeah. it just, uh, in, in the whole idea of like um, bending your knees, I don't know if that really it's helps it, if it's true, you know, like a vasodilation. It doesn't matter if you're squatting, whatnot. Uh, the best thing is really just to, you know, either lie level, yes. you know, yeah. or sit down. So mm-hmm. basically you're just trying to prevent you from falling real hard. Hurting if you're sitting yourself. down, you just kind of slump, slump right. over. And um yeah, I think uh, I tell anybody who hasn't seen anything before, I say, listen, um, if you haven't seen it before, at least stand, you know, yeah. uh, against the wall so you can sort of slink mm-hmm. down if that's yeah, the case bad. or sit down in a chair. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of common right. to, to most people who are seeing something. Yeah. So, yeah. Now we're all good. I'm in there all the time. No big deal. <laughs> Just hanging out. You get used to the smell <laughs> right. and like the noises and everything becomes second nature. But I do remember the smell, the Bovie smell. Although I like the Bovie smell. See, yeah. I'm not the only one. <laughs> it's like the smell of gasoline. I'm kind of weird. I kind of like the smell yeah. of gasoline. I mean, I'm not going to. S- I don't like know about gas, but I like the smell of surgery. Smell of surgery. Yeah. See, Bovie smell doesn't bother me. I just yeah. wouldn't. I'm like, Ugh, you know, yeah. And if it gets really strong, the little smoky thingy isn't working. Then I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Oh, see, I like I'm gonna step out really quick. Well, we have a smoke <laughs> evacuator, which basically sucks suction to yes. get all that stuff, and it is important. You know, as much as it, you know, some people like it or not, it, it is like smoking a cigarette. Like yes. there's right. so much that over time it, it can hurt you, even if we're wearing the mask. So right. that's why we use a smoke yes. evacuator. Um, really just to kind of prevent us, you know, as healthcare workers, doctors, assistants Mm -hmm. from inhaling it. Because Mm -hmm. I think there was a study that said if you inhaled an hour's worth of cautery, it's like smoking a pack of cigarettes. Really? Yeah. So it it could be equivalent as far as the damage that's being done as, you know, cumulative over time. So I think it's really important that we Mm -hmm. have the, you know, the suction, uh, you know, evacuator. So. Well, that's yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited for your surgery. I'm excited. You are? Up in a couple of days. Are you? Do you get excited to operate on me, or do you get a little nervous because oh, how crazy I am? Nervous. Be honest. Well, no. I mean, I want to oh. do a good job, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, you know. I would say it's sort of like a going to a, a game, right? Like a, yeah. the playoff championship, whatever. <laughs> you have a little bit of the jitters beforehand, but once you get in there, it's just it's just routine. Yeah, you know right. you, and that's the biggest thing for myself. You know, I don't want to do, I don't want to stray too different from what I normally do yes. because that's where I think people get in trouble. It's like, yes. yeah. oh, I'm going to do this much extra and really liposuction. Well, you know, you might get in trouble, and you know, because right. you're trying really hard. Mm-hmm. To, so I really try to remind myself, you know, just just do what you normally do. And yep. uh, not try to do anything more or less. Yeah. And uh, she'll be okay. Yeah. And then we don't have to deal with any, you know, issues, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, like pulling, let's say like a tummy tuck, right? <laughs> pulling really tight. Right. Um, you know, you kind of learn from experience that sometimes pulling too tight is too much. Uh, making belly buttons a certain way, yeah. um, you know, making the breasts really tight or, you know, you kind of learn that, Hey, some things require a little, you know, love and yes, TLC right. yes. and, um, y- you just don't want to stray too far from the norm. I mean, hopefully she doesn't wake up looking like that. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh. You have to wear my socks that I got. Oh yeah. Oh my God. If you guys, if I look like that again. 
on Thursday. Can someone <laughs> please make sure I look Foaming. somewhat decent yeah. before at the mouth. my husband picks me up? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Could you imagine if Sean walked in the door and I look like that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Are you going to have everybody I taking can't. pictures of you? <laughs> no. Like you did last time? No. Well, that face is because they were taking photos of me and I told them not to get away. <laughs> I can see that. They were like, You're I could hear them saying, oh shit, oh shit, she saw us, she saw us. <laughs> I do remember that. I did say that when you, you looked and your eyes were like, <laughs> they were huge. I got a death stare. I was like, oh shit, we got to go. We got to go. Everybody out. Yep. Hopefully I won't be that bad. Well, you know, that's going to be in a couple of days. Yes. Um, you know, make sure you stay tuned for our next podcast. We'll have yes. a little bit more to say about that next totally. surgery. Yes. Although you might not be here. I will be, be here for the next one. In recuperation. Uh, at we least, will. Yeah, we'll be here. We can talk a little bit about it. Give and then when you come back. back, you can definitely give us a little yes. feel for right. what it was like, um, you know, the second time around. Yes. So right. anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'm Dr. Dallas. We have yes. Amber. Thank you for joining us. Of course. And Angelica, thank you again. You know it. Um, good luck with a new car. Yes. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, you know, you can give us a call if we need to push you to the gas, <laughs> you know, gas station. You never know. Uh, but we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> thank right, you bye for guys. listening. Bye. bye.